Hey there, everybody. Welcome to a midweek check-in. Okay, so you guys know on Monday I talked about all the different changes that were going on, and that this month has been so, like, good mentally for me. Um, I still have, like, the moments when, like, I know I'm on edge, and I can kind of, like, intuitively pick up on that, which is nice. And, um, I have been getting back into my hobbies and, like, out of my funk. It feels so good. And it just, I feel like there was so much going on swirling around me 24-7. And, um, this is going to be a little story time thing where I talk to you guys about why things have gotten so much better. And... I honestly feel like because I've gone and had my annual visit, which I haven't had an annual like checkup visit in years, okay? I had blood work done and I got put on anxiety medication, Lexapro, and um, a very small dose, as small as she could give me, thank goodness. It helps me so much, and um, I'm very thankful for that. Now, I am not here, this is my disclaimer, I'm not here to tell people if you take medication, you know, it's a great thing or a bad thing or whatever. I'm not a doctor, I'm not recommending these medications. Um, this is just my experience, and um, growing up, I saw... A lot of family go through being on different types of medications and the side effects of things and I was I've been anti-medication for a very very long time and I realized I've had anxiety since I was six or seven years old and it wasn't until I was in high school that I really oh, I apologize it wasn't until middle school that I started to really notice certain things, but it got more intense in high school. That's what I, sh what I was trying to say. Because in high school, it was... High school is so busy. And I... I drowned my emotions and I drowned my anxiety in keeping myself so busy that I could wasn't allowed to think. So when I finally took a step back and I wasn't as busy and you know um, my marching band season was over, seen in especially senior year. Um, and all clubs and stuff had finally, like, all the busy stuff started dwindling down. I was in a very rough place mentally. And I had some things from my past coming back to haunt me that I had suppressed, subconsciously suppressed, like, memories and things. And I, I started realizing, okay, maybe I have PTSD and things like that. I've never been diagnosed with anything. I always struggled with feeling different and feeling like I didn't fit in. 
and I had um, a very small group of friends, but I was, I feel like a lot of people knew me, like not on a one-on-one -on -one level, but they knew me on like a, a little encounter that they had with me where we like had class together or something that was like it. So, you know, and I think as I got more involved in sign language and I got more involved in, um, after school clubs and things like that, the more people I got to know and sorry, when senior year old around, I never expected I never expected to have so much responsibility as a senior in high school. And I remember the day I got like selected to be the president of the multicultural committee and I was like I didn't run for it, I, I anything like that. I just en enjoyed going and I enjoyed you know, learning about everything, and when senior year rolled around, I just couldn't keep up with being president and stuff like that, and I was just like, you know, I was so absent from that, especially once I got involved in marching band, because it took up, like, all of my time, you know, I was in, you know, I had a class designated to doing color guard, and I had, you know, after school practices, and football games and it was it was a lot it's a lot when you're involved in one thing let alone being in multiple cultural multicultural committee being involved in you know GSA um I, I at one point junior year I was in the the bible club for a little bit and um I took on like kind of like a secretary type role with that so I was always just busy, like it just, I never allowed myself to slow down to really process my emotions and how I was feeling. And then I remember the second half of my senior year felt like it was just living me. Like I wasn't living my senior year, it was living me. the years of pushing down how I felt and everything caught up with me and I, I had one class period where I was in I was in Thai language I was in ASL 3 and um, I remember disassociating for a lot of days in that class and I just I, I lost myself I I've gone through a lot in my life and I don't want to use this to dig everything up but the whole message is is you know come to come come to some sort of understanding with your emotions especially any types of feelings that, you know, are like suppressed things from your past. It coming to that, you know, is really difficult 
when you're not really taught mental health, you're kind of like just shoved into it because you have mental illness, you know? So for me, being put on to Lexapro now as an, as an adult, as a mom, as a 30 year old woman who I'm pretty sure I was misdiagnosed ADHD years ago and I was supposed to go this week to figure out what that, what was going on with that, that got canceled. But, um, in time it will, we'll get it figured out. But so anxiety, ADHD kind of like are on these very close playing fields of like their symptoms, um, the agitation, a little bit of aggression, uh, little impatient, you know, and avoidance a lot because I was so self-conscious about what I was doing. I'm so thankful for Lexpro because in the last month of taking it, that self-confidence is coming back. You know, the, I, I can focus and get some things done, but I still feel like something's missing. If that makes sense. So I know I talk on here with you all about mental health and I know that I talk about personal development and things like that, but everything I talk about is something that I have felt like, you know, I've gone through, like when we talk about evolution and we talk about change and we talk about anxiety, we talk about depression, PTSD, borderline personality, you know, there's so many things that play into who people are, but it's not what people are. That is just, you know, understanding those things, I think, help us to become better versions of ourselves than we were a day ago or two days ago or a year ago even. Because I, I didn't know that letting my anxiety live my life living my life through anxiety was like what I was doing all these years. I just thought everybody feels this way. Everybody gets anxious sometimes. But for me, it wasn't sometimes. It was five out of seven days a week going, having to get up and go to school. I would feel like I was going to get sick before school sometimes. And I was getting sick before school at some, at one point and that I lost a bunch of weight. And I wasn't, I didn't have an eating disorder. I wasn't doing it on purpose. I was just sick. So sick that I was just, you know, and I look back now and that was the trauma response. Our, my body was trying to tell me something 15 years ago when I was in high school. Hey, something's not right here. You know, you're getting sick. Like, you need to pay attention to this. And... I didn't know back then. I did not even know and I did not even recognize the person that I was going to become from all this and how hard I was going to beat myself up for 23 years. I have beat myself up so much for being different, for for not fitting in, for not being like other people, for thinking differently, and 
now I'm like, other people's opinions do not, you know, are none of my business. <laughs> none of my dang business. Um, if you don't like me, don't talk to me. You know, if you don't like me, don't listen to my podcast. If you don't like me, don't follow me on Instagram. Like, those are those the, those are other people's choices. Things that are out of my control are none of my concern. What is in my control is how I feel mentally, physically, and spiritually. Spiritually feeling great. Physically, I could feel a little better in certain places. And mentally, today is a good one, okay? So, it, it's nice. It's nice to feel that way. And I was so worried that I was going to be a zombie and that, you know, I wasn't going to be present for my son. I wasn't going to be present for my husband or my dad or my mom or any of my family. And that's not what I wanted. I never wanted to be the absent-minded individual. And before... Like two months ago, okay, even three or four months back, um, I would go into certain places and we would go out for lunch or something by myself and I was going to visit my friend at work and I would sit in there and have my headphones in and I'd be looking down and I would be so zoned out and in my own bubble that I would look up and there would be people around me. Instantly, my fight or flight would kick in, and I would pack all my stuff up and leave. Okay. I was in a coffee shop a week ago. Nice, brand new coffee shop. They just opened around my by my house. And um, I was in there, and I had my coffee, and I was talking to a friend on the phone, and I was surrounded by these these people I didn't even know and we were all having, you know, conversations and it was great. And I didn't feel like I wanted to pack up and run. Like that is like the I have social anxiety. It's it's really bad sometimes. I will get glued to one individual at an entire gathering instead of trying to talk to many different people. But recently, I found it's gotten easier to do that. It's so much better than it was. So, at the end of the day, this is your mental health week check-in for me. At the end of the day, I am much better than I was in a much better position. And this month of May is going to be, this is like a month of new beginnings. And we're going to go from there. But I'll talk to you guys in the next podcast.